So this week, in honor of Halloween, we began a series on something that most people find frightening, and it is a series entitled Kill the Spider. And we started off with just um, some working definitions of what we're looking at. We're looking at a spider, and, and for the purpose of this study, a spider is a lie that we've come up to an agreement with in our lives. And, and a cobweb would be um, any type of medicator that brings us false comfort. We're gonna, we unpack that throughout this week. Um, so a spider could be anything like a lie about your identity, a lie about your self-worth, about your future, about your purpose. And a cobweb would be anything, um, can be anything from alcohol, pornography, food, Instagram, anything that we use to provide a false comfort from the lie or the spider that we have allowed into our lives. So over the next few weeks, we're going to look at how, so, at how we often become people that clear out the cobwebs, but we don't clear out the root of the cobwebs. We don't kill the spider. And then we're surprised when the cobwebs come back. I do want to give credit where it is due. This came from a book by Carlos Whitaker called Kill the Spider. And in his book, he tells a, past, a story about his father, who is a pastor. He's doing a revival in Panama. And on day one, a woman comes up to, her, to his father and said, Pastor, I, I've got some cobwebs in my life, and I want you to pray that God will clear out the cobwebs in my heart. And so his father did. And on day two, the, the woman came up with a little bit more pace, and she said, Pastor, Pastor, it, 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 I, it, they're back. And I need you to do it again. I need you to pray again that God will remove the cobwebs in my life. And, the pastor, and his father said, I mean, you know, I believe God that always, God always honors our prayers, um, but maybe not in the time or the fashion that we'd hoped. But uh, sure, I'll pray for you again. And then night three came, and the same thing, she came up with an even more urgency. And the pastor interrupted her, and he said to her, I just realized that we've been praying for the wrong thing this whole time. We, we, we need to be praying not for God to clear the cobwebs, but for God to come and kill the spider. So we need to address the spiders in our lives. And the reason, one of the reasons behind that is this. Is the truth or the lies that you believe is the material that you create your future with. This is the idea of why hurting people hurt people. Um, but it's also like whatever we, see, whatever we believe is how we begin to, is what we build our future on. Or as a former Secretary General of the United Nations has said, we as people have become so skilled at exploring outer space. We have all the tools and resources and we continue to expand our understanding of outer space. But we struggle with having the skills and the tools to understand our inner space. He went on to say, the longest journey for any person is the journey inward. And this is why it is so easy for spiders to hide and for us to continue to clear out the cobwebs and not the spiders, because the spiders can hide and, and this inner work is difficult. So as we look at some scripture, we looked at Proverbs 4.23, where it says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And, and we pointed back to a few weeks ago when we talked about that the heart is this thing from which all else operates. It's it's for our modern day system. It's the operating system of our lives. Everything from our faith, our struggle, our relationships, confidence, to our identity, it all flows from our heart. 
It is the iOS or the Android of your life. Uh, or Socrates, and Socrates would go on to say that the unexamined life is not worth living. And so what, what we're called to do is search our hearts, guard our hearts, know our very hearts. But as we hear in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And see, this points to a reality that we've come to realize in our lives, and that is that the heart of our problem can be traced back to the problems of our heart. So there is literally one question that I want us to lean into as we go throughout the series, which is this idea of how is your heart? How is that real you inside of the mask you doing? How many of us are like that lady at the revival and we look at our lives and we'll do the work to clear out the spider webs, but we don't take the time or the energy to kill the spiders? You see, I, 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 whenever I think about this, I think about myself or anybody else walking through a cobweb. And, and can we just agree that nobody walks through cobwebs gracefully, but, but, that when you, but when you finally do compose yourself, nobody ever really says this either. Nobody says, I'm going to go find that spider. We just wipe the cobweb off and we go on about our lives. And this is how we handle the issues in our hearts and our lives as well. I mean... So, I mean, there's many of ways in which spiders can show up, but we have to know how to find them. I mean, we can look at the cobwebs in our lives and, and look at the idea of like Instagram could be a cobweb. It's meant to be a space where you can share your life with others, but it quickly becomes a space where you wished you had someone else's life. Or as Winnie the Pooh says, sometimes it's the smallest things that take up the most room in our hearts. And this is true. Instagram can become a cobweb where you medicate your need for affirmation. It can become the, the, the fear of missing out headquarters of your life where you look at it and go, I wish I would have been there. I missed this. This is where we seek validation because we believe the lie that our self-worth hinges on what others think. You see, that's the spider is believing that lie. But the cobweb is everything that takes place through Instagram. And there are some spiders that Instagram becomes a cobweb for. It may be your parents telling you that your grades or your grades or your, your success is what matters the most. And then maybe that's a spider to you. Or maybe you were cheated on and told that you, you just don't, that they just don't find you desirable anymore. And in that moment, the, you look, if you, that you begin to believe that if you looked better, then they would, wouldn't have left. And that's the spider. But because you get so caught up in believing that physical is all that matters, you find yourself seeking physical validation in your looks or seeking physical approval or seeking physical connection. Or maybe you, you find yourself as the spider is that you're stressed and anxious and scared, you, but this. Or, or you find yourself stressed, anxious, and scared, but and the spider tells you that if you believe that, that drugs and alcohol will numb you to this, to these emotions, but then you become addicted, and because it takes more and more to numb, and you turn to other things. And spiders can come from something as innocent as Instagram, or as traumatic as a broken heart. But we are pros at clearing out cobwebs. 
not at killing the spiders. We were pros at saying, I'm going to swear off of Instagram for a few months, or I'm going to put down the bottle, or I'm going to do this or that. But we, have, but we never learn how to find the spiders. We have to, in order to find the spiders, we have to open up our hearts. We have to ask God to shine a light and to reveal those dark corners where the, spider, where the spiders may hide. And, and we have to rem remember this, that just killing it is not enough. We have to do more than killing the spider because we also need to replace the spider with something else. You, you remove the lie that the world has told you. This is the, what we were talking about a few, a few weeks ago. We looked down and even we, we removed that lie. Who told you that? Who told you that you were X, Y, or Z, or that this was true and not, or that was true? And you have to replace it with the truth from God. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24 say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my any anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and lead me into the way everlasting. You see, we have to ask God to search us, to not only search us, but to know us, and reveal to us who we truly are. Um, because it's hard to know it's alive. It's all you've ever believed. I think so often we find ourselves like gators in the swamp. If you were to ask an alligator, how's the swamp today? They don't know that they're in a swamp because they don't know any different. They've never known any different. They don't know better water. And there are some of us who need to be told that we are in the swamp and to, that there is better water because we're not going to be able to go any further in our walk with God until we can kill the spider. So we looked, so we closed out with three truths that we can take away as we go seeking the spiders in our lives. The first one is that we all have spiders. We just got to be honest about it. And that healing will never come before honesty. We have to be honest about what our struggles are so that healing may occur. We have to be honest about our spiders. The second is just because it, do, it isn't scary doesn't mean it isn't a spider. And we talked about this with Instagram, um, and it may be good things that and things that aren't that big of a deal, but they unravel every aspect of your life. So, for instance, if you're a people pleaser, which we can often say is better than being a jerk, but what happens when you can't please everyone all the time? Or when someone who you love has disapproval and it causes you to change who you are and your wants and your desires? And at that moment, you start to see how that can become a spider in your life that has so many cobwebs. But we do, so we need to kill the spider of trying to please everyone all the time. And the third truth was that only Jesus can kill the spider. That while, yes, we can corner it, yes, we can point it out, only Jesus can kill the spider. John 10.10 10 says that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. You see, the spider comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Christ comes to give us life and to give it into the fullness. Your, your, your spider knows that the future you create always comes from what you believe. So the easiest way to destroy your future is not to destroy the world around you, but to destroy the world within you, those things that you believe. Because if I can destroy those, then I can destroy your future. But Jesus comes not necessarily to make our life better, but to make us better at life. And if the heart of the problem can be found in the problems of the heart, what we need is someone who can create in us a new heart. Or as Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. 
So as we go, as we continue through the series, looking for those, not the cobwebs, but the spiders in our lives and seeking to not only just kill them, but remove them and have them replaced by other things. While we do this difficult work throughout this season, let us never lose sight of the fact that the best of all is God is with us. Amen and amen.